0: All right, here we are. We're now recording with another out now nights, nights, nights. Uh, this is uh. Oh, you're being too loud. <laughs> this is, of course, an episode that we record we record after the sun goes down, which is sometimes the same as regular episode record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it can't be used as the point of measuring.
0: But it's possibly looser. It's more focused because we only have one real topic we want to get into, and it's uh, an extra episode because we want to make sure we have time to spend on certain things. Indeed. And for this, this Out Now Nights, Nights. episode, uh, we're going to be talking Past Lives, mm. the A24 release from director and writer Celine Song, her debut film, uh, which came out during Sundance to rave reviews, um, and has now been released in theaters recently, and it's continues to have great reviews um mm-hmm. and it's doing uh, decently as far as the box office is concerned for a film like this it has like seven million right now and the movie is not that expensive i i, I take it to begin with but regardless it's it's uh it's it's won over plenty of uh of, of audiences and critics so like just right. based on what they what they've been what saying the, since, january. It's, since january yeah
1: so. what was what was the uh film festival that it came out was it, it was at sundance it was a sundance. sundance sundance yeah, sorry, so yeah,
0: sundance, yeah. 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 um so yeah, let's uh, before we get into the film let's let's play a little trailer
1: what a good story this is childhood sweethearts who reconnect 20 years later and realize they were meant for each other in the story i would be the evil white american husband standing in the way of destiny shut up he was just this kid in my head for such a long time i think i just missed him did he miss you
0: All right, that should have been some of the trailer for Past Lives. I'm just going to read the brief synopsis here. Uh, Nora and Sung are two deeply connected childhood friends who were rested apart after Nora's family emigrated from South Korea. 20 years later, they are reunited, reunited for one fateful week as they confront notions of love and destiny. As I mentioned, the film is the directorial debut of Celine Song. It mm-hmm. stars Greta Lee, Teo Yu, and John Magaro. Mm-hmm. Abe, I'm very curious, what did you
1: think of Past Lives? By the way, I just want to mention that this is the an Ed's episode, so we're just going to like full blown everything. Like, there's there's really no holding back in these episodes. Um, got it.
0: <laughs> got so if it.
1: You, if you haven't seen past lives and you like, kind of, you're <laughs> yeah. very aware of, of spoilers. Exactly. Uh, for... Do what Aaron says. Stop them. Stop the podcast right now. Go watch it. Come back to the podcast, um, and then uh, and then we'll be all on the same page. <laughs> like, if you haven't seen
0: this movie and you're like driving and you get to this part of the podcast because obviously you listen to us while you drive because you love. <laughs> And you like, I haven't seen past lives yet. I, I do want to listen to this night's episode. Whimmy, and you swerve and you go to like the nearest movie theater. You yeah. go and see the film,
1: pause it. Then you get back in the car. And now this is where you are now. Exactly. Like like, you know who's happy for you? Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's just like, thank you for going to the movies. Uh, I It was a shotgun blast in my chest. Uh, and I thought that this movie was capital I incredible and capital A very adult. Um, and. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> not adult in like the X rated content. more no, but like... you said capital A, and then you said very. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, capital A adult. You know, uh, and and uh, I also thought that it was, um, a really like, uh, realistic encapsulation of, the awkwardness of adults at times. But I thought it was multi-layered as well, and that's what I really really dug about this movie: the multi-layerization of it being. Yes, we're talking about this, like this, this what if love story, but we're also talking about things like, uh, uh, almost like this Korean immigration diaspora into Canada for for uh Nora's family, but the assimilation into Canadian slash American culture, like she chooses a name Nora, she doesn't go by her Korean name anymore, and then kind of like this in betweenness that she feels too, and that's why. I kind of liken this to uh, a few movies that I thought about, which we can get into. But I I really dug that there is so much of this beyond just a simple, you know, past love, love story. And what I also really dug about it is that it gives you a lot of closure for for all the characters. Um, And there's really only just three characters in this movie. But there is it isn't so much like, well, we're going to take this point of view from. Uh, you know, one particular character's point of view. It's like there's actually a lot that goes on for all of them. So overall, I I really 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 enjoyed this movie. Um, and it's it's certainly one of my favorites of the year. I mean,
0: I agree with you. I think the movie is pretty terrific. Um, there's really strong work being done by these performers. Um, the three main ones, of course, but obviously Greta Lee and Tao Yu. I think they're both really great here, as far as making us feel for them uh giving us a lot of good kind of introspection on their part based on how they're speaking with everyone around them what they're putting out just from the way they're emoting um without dialogue and with dialogue i think there's so much there in the what's not being said as well as what's being said like it's a really well constructed story in that regard as far as scripting is concerned and then directorially I found it to be very interesting too I do think the cinematographer Shabir Kirchner who's worked with who worked with um, uh, Steve McQueen on the Small Axe films which you know I'm a big fan of Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of clever staging and photography going on here to emphasize what this story is concerning Mm -hmm. Um, there's a sequence in the in a in a restaurant where you have these three characters together and the way the framing manages to single out certain people. Mm-hmm. Um I, I it's I think it's really clever how deliberate that is without like being showy about it. Mm-hmm. Similarly, even just the exploration of New York as you have TOU's character as you have Hei Swang um here for the first time um you know Seeing this, you know, this area and being, you know, with with uh, with Nora, the way we're in front of areas like the Statue of Liberty, among other places, and Mm -hmm. how the film chooses to show those things and how it reflects on where we are in the story, where you have a character that's literally emigrated to America, and you're Mm -hmm. in front of Liberty Island, like there's just stuff like that, that the film isn't like trying to call attention to, but you can't not see it if you're looking at it and noticing like how we're going about doing these things so i mean i like how deliberate the film is as far as making very clear visual choices without being a you know a stylistically showy film in addition to telling a really good story that's yeah. interesting and like it's weird to say exciting but it's exciting to watch even though it's a very quiet and low-key film so mm-hmm. I, yeah no I, I had a lot
1: um, of of good feelings about about this movie by the time it ended I'm glad because I, I think you've seen it twice. Uh, I've only seen it once so far. Oh, you've I, only I, seen it once. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw the one time too, and I thought about it for like the next three days. Like, and this is what has informed me about my Oppenheimer Barbie stance is like, I think I'm going to watch Barbie first and then Oppenheimer. Cause if I'm going to have to think about Oppenheimer for like three days, I'm kind of not really going to do Barbie some justice here. But um, going back to past lives, I agree with you on how masterful the work is because that third act is very, very deliberately shot and I, I agree with you on the restaurant scene but there's also the bar scene yeah. where at times you're essentially just watching Nora and Haesung just carry on with their conversation and it's just really incredible work. This movie opens kind of like in Midres Rez-ish mm-hmm. where essentially they have a shot that we're going to go back to but it's it has voiceover about a game that people have played, where they're just like, "What's the deal with this group?" Um, you know, they kind of just people watching. Um, but what a what a fascinating story! And I agree with you uh, on the subtleties of just New York overall too. But I, I think like the masterful detailing that they do is uh, that Celine does is just really really well done. This is also something that is very personal to her, kind of like almost like this bio bio bio. bio biopic um to some degree um kind of based on her own life uh, and the way that she has become an artist in new york but um uh, you know how you and i are sticklers for details about time periods this place this movie takes place over the course of like 24 years um and in their 20s when they're like using technology i all the icons are correct <laughs> skype is correct uh the way that they are using um their iPhones and whatever else is also very correct. So it's it's also just you know again details matter in these things and um production design is is very difficult to do sometimes. But you know these guys nailed it and including the cars in the in the early two thousands uh versus uh later which is more current. So I agree with you. Very very masterful detail work uh going throughout this movie as well.
0: Yeah, for a film that like takes some kind of pit stops and between years, between the time that they were very young versus when right. they're, where they're at present. Um, it is neat to get a perspective on like, Hey, here's like a small time capsule of what it looks like, like 12 years earlier or whatever. Like that, yeah. that's, that's neat. Uh, that's neat that the, for a film of this size that is able to kind of match what it needs to, to that degree. Yeah. And I think it just shows a, lo- a further level of, a, of, um, of, a you know, strong authority on song's part, as far as being a filmmaker, like there's, yeah, you know, it's it's not a wildly ambitious film as far as what it's trying to accomplish, but in terms of like setting certain stakes and establishing that there is various jumps in time, yeah, the the work is done there to make it accurately reflect that, which is good. I mean, it's good, yeah. you know it it helps keep you in the experience that you're in as opposed to taking you out of it, which is yeah. You know, and
1: Slyn uh, Song is is a playwright. She kind of just wrote this movie, uh, almost maybe you know either either as like a challenge or what have you, but. I something that you and I talk about in other reviews that I think for movies that we like is that sometimes it feels very natural. And then all of a sudden there's like a, a, a script scene where why would this guy do like this one minute monologue about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it just kind of takes you out of like the natural feeling of a, of a movie that doesn't really happen in this, in past lives. I think past lives is much more um, complete in that aspect. Of like, yeah, I think Celine could have really inserted herself in saying, like, well, let's give uh Heisong this really incredible monologue about, you know, Inyan or what have you. I and mean, I guess maybe the Inyan scene is the is that particular thing. But that's also kind of done in context with the rest of this movie. Um can we should we talk about like the the actual plot of this? I mean, I, OK, I, I gave a brief synopsis. Yeah, yeah. OK,
0: fair enough. I mean, the, the 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 basic story is that, yeah, Nora, Nora and Song were very close childhood friends and they yeah. separated Um, during that time. You know, naturally, they grow up a, a, apart from each other. Yeah. At some point, uh, Nora goes to what, like a writing a writer's retreat where she meets right. uh, John McGarrow's character, Arthur, mm-hmm. and they become a couple. There is more stuff there. But at this during around this time. Um, Hey Sung, um, he, he re- he essentially reaches out to, to Nora based off like like social media connects them again to right. some degree. Yeah. They reconnect over Skype for a bit, um, uh, but they're both they can't commit uh, to each other during that time, yeah. despite the fact that they're kind of reconnecting. Um, and there's a point where Nora, you know, she tells Hey Sung to like that, that they they can't really they can't they can't keep talking cuz like she needs to focus on and on on what's going on with her and he's right moving to what he's moving to China right yeah for an um, internship for
1: engineering yeah.
0: so yeah. like basically it's a non starter of a relationship despite the fact that hey they haven't seen each other in so long yeah. and years later nora and arthur they're married at this point they're living in new york and then Sung has a he, he has a trip to go to to new york and meet nora yeah he said he says he wants closure. Yeah, he yeah. Like it's not really a required trip for him to no. do anything it's, else. It's other his first
1: to vacation to to the United
0: States. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, well, I'm going to go see her.
1: Right.
0: Uh, which makes it, you know, obviously curious for Nora and Arthur. Um, and our what I you know we can talk about this. What I like about because I, I, I think John McGarrow is very good in this movie. He's an a 24 uh, favorite. He's an a 24 favorite. Yeah, first, first cow's cow John McGarrow. Yeah. Um, I think he's really good here. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the movie like calling out the fact that he is like the white guy who has married this woman yeah. and in a different you know in well a he diff- jokingly says that he jokingly says that, that but, like the, but the movie's self-aware enough to understand like there are movies like this to some degree yes yeah, yeah. Um, and yes in a heightened rom-com version of the story he would be this guy that's like cartoonishly evil yet somehow still married this world yes um, but it's but instead he's like i mean this is weird but i'm not gonna like I'm not a terrible person. I'm not going to stop you from seeing this guy who you clearly right. have some kind of connection to.
1: Yeah. You've known this guy your whole life kind of thing. Yeah. So like, right. and things go from there. I mean, but right. like,
0: so that's, yeah, that's like the basics of the story yeah. in play. And yeah, because, because of that, having that kind of three person dynamic, it allows for some interesting conversations to take place, obviously between Nora and Song, as far as, Hey, what would our lives have been if we were together and what have you, but also these, you know, this, these discussions Nora and her husband are having as far as, Hey, Like, what, what is this (laughs) right right now? Like, what is, what what am I supposed to be taking away from this? And he's like, am I, I, he's not threatened necessarily, but he's certainly like, what should I He's not thrilled either. He's not thrilled. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be. And that's kind of scenario. It's also like, yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't want to make himself, you know, be a bad guy and all of this. Right, right.
1: (laughs) Then I do want to get into the third act. Let me ask you a question. Where were you at 12 and like kind of just, uh, did you have, like, crushes back then and did you think about them later? No. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah. Like,
0: no, like, I, I don't yeah. have any. I just find it feelings. fascinating yeah. that,
1: that she chooses 12, 24, and 36. Uh-huh. Uh, Celine Song does in this movie. And it's very deliberate. It's not even, like, hard to do because she does, on the there's title cards that say, you know, 12 years earlier, 12 years later, 24 years past kind of thing. Yeah, it's so, the kind it, of
0: thing where there's certainly, like, you know when you're
1: much younger and
0: it's not you don't really have control over who your friends with or what have you but it's like yeah you know, my mom would like my mom and her and her friends who have kids also like like right we, we like hang out or whatever but right. i don't i yeah. don't have any no i don't have any like people no worries I know, yeah. i'm not No, I'm just, I'm just trying i'm just thinking i'm just thinking a yeah. lot like i don't have any people that i'm like that i've known since i was like four years old or whatever like that's just yeah. not a thing in my life
1: you well 12 is fascinating because that's like junior high. So yes, I had crushes from elementary school. And what's fascinating about my Yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> kind of fucking going uh you know, the coolest guy on campus, not Pass really. Ava over here. Yeah, I know. No, but I I find it fascinating that she chose 12, 24 and then 36 as well because 12 is certainly where you know, people that you went to elementary school with that you were playing recess with, you know, uh and then all of a sudden you're like, "Well, I guess I'm growing up now and, and I think I have a crush. Maybe I have some some weird feelings about this girl that or a guy or you know, what have you, um, about this person that I've known only as like my classmate, um, mm-hmm. since like fourth grade or fifth grade or what have you. Um, and then what's fascinating is that you then get to like this post-college experience where you're just where technology, like what Aaron mentioned earlier, has has really invaded people's lives and they're doing things that I think that we did it in our college lives when when what was called uh the Facebook back then mm-hmm. became much more uh prevalent and all, much more ubiquitous in our lives and we started looking up people that we went to high school elementary school with uh or even like you know within your own colleges and that's also like uh very that rung very true and then 36 where you're just like I think this is my life now, you know? Um, and I think that this is kind of just like where, not like just, not that you've settled, but more just like, yeah. I mean, you I, have a I sense of like, about the myself. kind of people
0: you want to hang out with, yeah. like that you plan to connect to or what have you. Like, right. I hear what you're saying. Cause like we, cause you're just, you know, months older, a year older than me at most. <laughs> like, it's not like we're very far apart as to all this. Yeah. But like, I, from my perspective, I certainly came up with a point where like, I'm leaving high school as Facebook is like becoming the thing. Right. So there was never a compared to what I think like older generations where they find it interesting to reach out to people they haven't talked to because they can now. I was never in a position where I was like, oh, I can use this thing to be like finding these people that I once knew because like all the people I knew at that time were people that were also getting onto Facebook for the first time.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, so it's like it's interesting. In and I get it. You're you're a young guy. You grew up with all this technology. Well, yeah. But it's just like I have.
0: There's no there's no part of me that's like. Oh, Facebook. Now no, I can no, just no, yeah, reach out to you. this random person that I haven't heard. Like, that's just not a thing that I do. But like, I I see
1: it, it's interesting to see a, a film like play with that. Right. Ways. Yeah. And that's something that I think that especially other- given the circumstances
0: or it's like, you know, it's not like I had to move away from my home country and then I have to like research back in time, like to right. find somebody like this film's taken it for certainly to approach.
1: Yeah. And, and again, like uh, all this to say that this is a, she's chosen very specific times in uh Nora haysung uh their lives, but also probably within her own life too. but uh, also, yes, it, what's fascinating about this is what also what Aaron mentioned earlier like in the hands of a lesser director, you would really fumble this and you'd just be like, yeah, let's let's uh, look up people that we went to high school with. There's a really cool detail in that scene, which is her phone is on the table and she's been talking to her mom for 58 minutes. Or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really it's a long time basically like it's not one of those things where like i would call up in a different rom-com or you know in a different romantic uh dramedy where it's like i would call up somebody and then all of a sudden they'd be like hey i just bumped into like hey Sung at the mall remember that guy's like and i'm just gonna google it it inorganic it inorganically organically shows that like she's talking to her mom in korean they've been talking for a long time they're they're talking about old classmates and then she remembers one classmate specifically and that's Sun, right so that's where it becomes very quote-unquote like you know um natural in progressing but mm-hmm. all this uh gets into again what happens around like that 24 age like she's born in korea she has a korean name it's like moon something i forget uh moon uh, i'd have to remember i'd have to link it up but um Moon. i'm sorry Sung Ah Moon. Sung Ah Moon. Yeah. So, um, she has that name. They chose. She chooses Nora because her father is like, I think he says uh, some cool artist name or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they move to Canada, and she becomes Canadian. And then she is now in New York doing like a master's program, in and in, uh, in New York. And then she goes to this registry. But she's become much more assimilated into Western culture. And, sure. um. All this is happening, but again, we also are given Hayson's development too, and that's the part that I was saying about earlier, where it kind of helps develop all three characters. Like even to some degree, we we grow up, kind of like grow up. We we see John Magaro, uh, prior and then now, like he's actually a, a fairly successful author. You know, he's mm-hmm. got like a book signing, um, for I forget the name of his book title, but I found I it. Do. a laughed, yeah. um, but it, it's not. It's not one thing that's just focused on Nora specifically. So um, as all this stuff is happening, you know, you 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 do get a fuller picture, too. And I think that's actually what adds to the tension in this movie, the drama in this movie, and even like a lot of like the heartbreak in this movie. Um, for and- sure. Like there's no tropes to
0: deal yeah. with here as far as antagonists or like scenarios that are contrived to make certain things happen. It's just people that are dealing with a thing. Um, mm-hmm. and you know that that thing is, you know, this this what if thing to explore yeah. as far as because it's not even like, you know, they were there were great friends, and you know it's all about exploring like the possibilities or at least discussing those possibilities instead of like playing on this idea of uh, we were definitely lovers uh, right. long ago and we we lost that chance or whatever. It's more it's it's something deeper than that and something more cerebral as far as what life could I have had if things were like slightly different that doesn't necessarily mean that they would like definitely be together for the whole time just like if she didn't leave Korea or he also emigrated or any number of things and here's a film that's exploring like two people that are contending with what that is what that's supposed to be and if that if that mean if that is something
1: yeah and I think that's you hit it there on the last one was like is it even anything and that's where it becomes fascinating at 24 In this movie and 36 specifically like the third act is just i think it's incredible um like there's there's movies where they start a journey and they don't really land it that well this movie like starts a journey and fucking nails the landing um but that second act where things are a little bit more like it's weird because they never outrightly say that they are dating per se but they start increasing the frequency of like their skype calls And then they start talking about things like they wake up talking to each other kind of thing. There's a time zone difference and they're talking about their lives and what they're doing and what have you. And it's, it's kind of like this weird, like awkward, are we, or are we not dating? And that's kind of what leads to them stopping to talk uh, for a while. Cause Nora's like, I don't know what's happening here. You're not going to visit New York and I'm never going to come back to Korea. So, like what are we even doing here? And then she gets frustrated and just like I I can't speak to you. And Hae Sung is just he's like I am living I'm living my own life too. Like I can't just like fucking up and leave to New York um on a whim. Like I have to go study. I'm like an average student. Uh, he's actually probably a really good student, but he's just average like by Korean standards. And he's got to go and find a job. You know what I mean? Um, and he's like, My life is here in Asia, uh, and in Korea, and your life is there. It's like, and I think that there's just a lot of like wanting and longing, and that's where the third act comes in. And I think the third act is, um, so precise and, and, and true. And it really, um, it really got me a lot because there's a lot of tension in here, but like what you said, it's not so much a tension of, well, you know, my life could have been this or that. I think there's a lot of searching within Nora Mm -hmm. of... Yeah, both of them, really. Yeah, I'm going to get to Haysung in a second here too. But like searching within Nora of... Am I missing something? Like, did I miss a chance on something? And for Sung, I think what's fascinating about his character is like he also feels that way. Like, did I miss something? But I think he's also trying to understand who this person is now. Because I don't think that he... Like, the movie is actually fascinating because it starts off with the, like well hey song seems to be like he's he's the one that's still caught up with nora um and well, yeah because because some... nora she has to be activated
0: by this where because yeah. she is not thinking about hey song at this point yeah where like where where hey song obviously it's on his mind and it's a credit to i think Tao you as a performer and the script that we can have this guy who you know a, over a decade later, still has this person on her mind, and that doesn't right. seem weird. Uh, so like it yeah, just yeah. like it feels like it resonates in a different sort of way. Like that's yeah. that that's working. That's good work on the part right. of everybody to make that the premise
1: sound. I agree. Yeah, and again, it, it's not as though Aaron and I are kind of like inferring. This actually just specifically shown. Like he's a, he's in the army with conscription service. You know, everyone has to do it in Korea, uh, and then he's longing. He's like thinking about this, and he actually explains it to her later too. it's like. You know, when I was in the military, I just thought about you all the time. And so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it organically happens. And again, that third act is like him trying to search his own feelings. And I do love his conclusion of where he lands his plane. But um, I want to hear your thoughts on on that, like that third act, because there's just like we said here. Now we're playing with all three characters mm-hmm. and all three characters all have a different dynamic. But it's it's so I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this third act. Well, first, I like to point out that like, while it's certainly a drama,
0: I do like that there is an awkward humor that comes into play once the mm-hmm. two meet each the two men meet each other, mm-hmm. um, where they're essentially sizing each other up, but they're all they're both nice guys, so it's like it's not like yeah. it's not like there's a lot of quote unquote dick measuring going on. It's more of how do these two relate to each other given mm-hmm. the scenario that they both are well aware of what they're in, and I like that Arthur, you know, he knows a handful of Korean as he's using it the way he can and and Hey uh, sung knows a bit of English mm-hmm. and like he's impressed by Arthur's grasp of things and whatnot but then like as you get further in and it's in, genuine and it's yeah it's, it's very genuine yes because again right. they're they're you know, they're nice people like, yeah, there's exactly. no there's no ill will here it's just more of we're trying to sort out a situation right um but yeah as the night goes on and you have you know Nora having to stand in the middle to be something of a translator but also the way you have to observe these two, you know, the the, the two, uh, you know, the non-Americans conversing while Arthur is also there. And again, this speaks to the cinematography as well. Watching the film like slowly go away from all three of them are talking with Nora translating as mm-hmm. well as she needs to, to we're shifting more and more to Nora and Haesung. Yeah, I like that for one thing, it's just, it, it's messy in a sort of fun way, but it's still like, compelling and you get what's happening and you also like you get that arthur is not you know it's not like he's gonna just break it up and say we're going you can't keep talking like this what am i not in the conversation like he's he's being as respectful as possible right and it just it really does work as far as hey we're confronting a lot of different things here and at a point we just don't have room to talk to arthur right now we have to talk about what's going on with us and yet the film you know, it casually reminds you that he's still there. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it's, it, I yeah, I found all that to be really interesting because it's, yeah. I I think it's really well composed as far as the editing and the shooting of it and everything like that. That 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 makes it a that that's the stuff that makes this yeah. film like stand out better than it could if it was yes handled in you know a less confident director, lesser
1: director hands. Yeah, and and a lot of like the blocking is really good too uh, in this movie. There are scenes where. Um, you have Arthur. Their their apartment in New York is tiny. Nora and her husband Arthur's api- apartment is is fairly tiny in New York. They live like in in Greenwich Village, like you know where all the artists live uh, and and work and stuff. Um, so their apartment's like fairly small, and it's really like fascinating just to see like like it's almost like a stage play where like, okay, great, now there's this third person introduced, and like what Anna is saying is like there's not a whole lot of places that you can really hide in this apartment. So, the camera placement is so unique in that, like, well, it's in the living room, but you can see basically, like the their quote unquote, their entire hallway, right? So, mm-hmm. um, it's fascinating that just like this guy comes in into frame and Arthur is like in the forefront and he takes a deep sigh <laughs> before he meets like his wife's friend from a long time ago. and then he puts on the brave face of like, hey, how are you? like, you know, I'm Arthur. Yeah, I'm a, how are you like in New York kind of stuff like all that small talk stuff. but, it's it's just expertly done to show you that, hey, man, like this guy, he doesn't like the feeling that his wife has been get uh, that, that he's getting from his wife over the past couple of days that she's been hanging out with like her friend. But yeah, he puts on a brave face and, and a very like adult and very like, you know, a sincere step forward of just like, let me let me meet this guy. And again, I think the dynamic of that is is incredible because. The way that that Celine Song uses uh, Nora in this movie, and just like yeah, she's in the middle of the conversation as the translator, but yeah, she also like Celine Song kind of just like melts John Magaro away at times too, and it's very, it's very uncomfortable uh, as a viewer because you're like, I don't know how I feel about this, mm-hmm. um, but I nothing has happened either, right? So nothing between Nora and Haesung has happened they're just hanging out in new york and not even for a long time like i think he's been there for a while and then she kind of just hangs out with him like his last couple days yeah. in new york so it's it's not like they have like romantic escapades it's more just like let me take you on a ferry ride or let me uh take you to um go eat and get a coffee or something like that and it's very simple things you know uh, uh, and i i found that to be <laughs> just Soul crushing to some degree at times, and also just like, wow, this is really, really well done. Um, I want to ask you about the ending, or do you have anything else to add on that? No, no. I want to ask you about the ending here, and I kind of just want to know, like, how you, uh, did you think anything was going to happen on on the walk to the Uber? Um, uh,
0: no, because of the kind of movie I'm watching and just my movie brand working, mm-hmm. I would say if anything, I was. I, I was like mildly trepidatious about the idea that something would happen because it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's a cliche. Um, mm-hmm. like So it's like the fact that nothing did, but the tensions right there, I thought was rather effective because like, I feel like the idea, I think the film wants you to be worried that something will transpire when it doesn't mm-hmm. need to. And I think it's playing with that on purpose where yeah. I don't think there's a satisfying version of this film where the two of them end up together. I don't think that's an honest version of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it doesn't do that, it remains honest. Mm-hmm. Um. so as far as the ending's concerned i appreciated the fact that it's you know obviously you know it's toying with you know the the will they won't they aspect but it's not doing it in a way where it, it's not it it doesn't cop out essentially yeah. and it but it has the characters experience the proper emotions where she is you know highly upset it you know or at least you know it's just complicated she has a lot of complications yeah. so, you know she's going to fall into Arthur's arms crying, like, yeah, I understand why that makes a lot right. of sense to me. And his song, it's like he's he's drifting back over to Korea, and like maybe he has closure, maybe he doesn't, but he's still like he he did the thing he came to do. Yeah. And it's it might it might leave him with more questions to consider or not, but like it's a
1: it's a neat way to close the film. Yeah. Uh I, I agree with you. Uh I thought the ending was was incredible as well, but I agree with you that I think a lesser movie would have just been like he gives her a kiss, and this movie is like they don't do that. Yeah, like, that's not real life. Uh, why would you? Why would you kiss another man's wife? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you have like past uh history with this person, like you, that would be incredibly like rude for one, but also like just maybe culturally insensitive too. Um, yeah, it's not real life as far as these characters are concerned. Like, there's
0: scenarios where that happens, but yeah, that's not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not these people we've been hanging out. Yeah, with
1: exactly. Time. That's not these people. That's not this movie that we've been watching because there's just been tension throughout the whole scene. Um, if you watch a trailer for this movie, you'll see a scene where they they're in like um, I forget where park it is, but it's it's uh, near Brooklyn or I'm sorry, it's not near Brooklyn. It's it's on the other side of the of the river, um, and it's where the carousel is. Um, so they're just hanging out there. Long moments of just, like, looking at each other or, like, secretly looking at each other. And that just, again, propels into the third act all the time. But I... It was such a long time that that you're walking with them and you're just standing there waiting for, like, this car to show up. And I was profoundly just, like, moved by the way that she landed this plane. Celine Song landed this plane. I was like, you did it. You You... Created this atmosphere and mood that is so tender, heartbreaking, real, um, and honest, and you just fucking nailed it. And it was incredible just to see that play out in real time because I think it's like a two minute scene, <laughs> and then Hee uh, Sung leaves, and she walks back, and um, and all this like emotion just pours out of her kind of thing, and it just. It floored me. Like I, I was, I, I loved it. Did you listen or read anything about, uh, Celine Song, the way that she talked about this movie? I haven't read too much on it, not in a while, at least. Yeah, she describes like that end scene as because I thought it was very peculiar too. I was like, why are they walking left? Like usually in movies, you would like walk from left to right, and they're walking from right to left. Um, and she described it as like this walk in which Hee Sung and Nora are moving backwards through time. Um, yeah, that makes of sense. Like, yeah, of like, well, you know, let's walk back to like where we once were as, uh, as a young couple, maybe like a couple that might have been together. um But she also describes that scene as like, I di- the actors didn't know when I was gonna tell the car to show up, <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're just staring at each other for quite a while, and the 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 tension is kind of like broken when the car shows up, and you can kind of like see it uh, in the acting when they do it. Um, but I just found that scene to be incredible. And then, again, she moves from right to left, which is her present slash her, her mm-hmm. uh, future with John Magaro. And it's it's beautiful. And then she describes the way that Haesung got in the car, but his last shot is him moving forward as well uh, from left to right. Um, and I thought that was really nice. I kind of thought it was a callback to something else uh, in the movie. But can I talk about Haesung real quick? You can. I, I mean, visually, there are a lot of like
0: visual calls to... Sure. Paths separating and people, you know, forward motion or what have you. Like, there's a lot of coming together. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of again, I, I really like how this film is shot. And I think there's a lot of deliberate choices that are made that are not invisible, but they're certainly not like the attention is there if you're paying, if you're, if you're, if you're looking for it, you can see it, which is
1: nice. Yeah. Um, so Hazel, I love his character because I think it is a complete arc for him too. Like, again, we're kind of like given this very small biography of him because he's not, he's not the central story um but he is very uh uh, intertwined with it but what i love about his storyline is that it goes from uh i think i i think i love this woman i think that she's like the love of my life maybe like the miss love of my life kind of thing into an understanding of who this person is now and how time changes people but also how time helps you understand that things don't stay static like you know who you were 10 years ago is not who you are now kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love his discussion with her at the bar where he finally kind of like puts it all together. He's like, "Uh, I think it's not even a direct quote, but am paraphrasing here. He says that she's a woman that leaves and he's a person that stays. And so his, he knows her as that. And his husband, her husband knows her as a person who stays. And that was just like, he kind of just like, he got it. Like, She would never, like, to him, she's always leaving because their family left Korea for for Canada and now she's in the States. And her husband kind of just knows this person as somebody who has been in his life and has helped solidify, like, you know, his meaning in his own life. And I, I really genuinely just really enjoyed that it wasn't cheesy, you know, that it wasn't like he doesn't have, like, this dramatic, like, like again this discussion with Nora and just be like oh, i've loved you since like whatever whatever it's like that's that's not this movie and this movie is more of like i get it like you, this is your life now and also my life like the ending kind of kills me just because he's talking about it like, they talk about Inyen, which aaron t- mentioned earlier in Inyen is um it could be anybody that you brush sleeves with what have you but he he kind of just throws a curveball is like maybe this is a, we're living a past life right now and I'll just meet you in the future see you then mm-hmm. and it fucking crushed me I was like man this guy has come to full acceptance of just it's not this is not the time the timeline for me to like meet this person and say with this person like it could be in the future but this isn't it so I'm gonna move forward with my life and Wait till he
0: sees across the spider verse
1: I know he's like his can- know, of his canon events are gonna be really I know Miguel Harris was like hey Sung <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I, I thought it was a, a really incredible move for her for Celine song to just write this complete arc for this person that isn't that it doesn't leave you hanging. I was just like, well, this guy's just always gonna think that Nora's waiting for him. It's like, no, he doesn't. He accepts that she isn't the person that she once was, but also like this isn't their lives. Like these are not these this is not a real thing that 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 they're going through right now. This is just a lot of like emotion just coming out finally because they're adults that are able to talk about this stuff pretty openly you know like all that kid puppy love stuff kind of like came and went even as their trip in new york in new york progressed but it's gone now like this stuff this stuff just doesn't matter um because like they aren't who you thought they were anymore you know everyone everybody grows up kind of thing so it was really fascinating to see that i want to mention this very briefly go ahead i was just gonna say i agree with what you're saying i i do find like
0: the various facets of this film, I think are just really interesting to, to think about and explore and what have you. Yeah. And like it getting the, I getting a chance to do this night's episode just only helps raise my thoughts on this movie just because I haven't had a chance to like get into it more yeah. beyond when I was writing about it for the review. So, like, oh, nice. this, you know, just having a chance to like reflect on it again. Cause you know, there's so many movies that are coming out. So, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so but no, I mean the, the, Again, it just comes down to like, I think the work being done by these people, like these, these, I think these performances are just really great with Greta Lee and Taylor are just really wonderful in this film. Right. And, you know, having a screenplay that just seems to understand what needs to happen, what can be filled in by the performers and then like how to stage it all. I think that, you know, having all of those aspects handled the well as as this does, it's, it's a great benefit, especially given that it's so satisfying and despite being emotional by the end points of this film.
1: Mm-hmm. Greta Lee is doing incredible work in this movie like she is really elevating like every scene that she's in whether that's a scene where she's upset about something confused about something just like kind of just really like wrestling with herself about a lot of things uh, across um, the spider versus Greta, Greta yeah Greta exactly Greta Lee. across <laughs> the spider versus Greta Lee um, <laughs> but uh, I was going to say earlier that um, a movie that I kind of enjoy its ending for but I don't really enjoy the movie is Paper Towns um no. and okay it's not because they're, they're very similar it's only similar in that a guy is like chasing a girl that he has known for a while um but i love that ending spoilers for paper towns because he finally meets up with with her after he like finds all these clues and she's like why did you even come out here and he's like you left the clues for me he's like no i i left the clues for anybody to find because this could be anybody's story and she and she just tells him like you shouldn't have come out here like this is my own thing that i'm doing and you've got to go do your own thing. you've got to go live your own life. And I love that ending because I was going to think that oh well she falls in love with him and they like go off to college together. Like no, that's actually not what happens in Paper Towns. She's like just is kind of mad at him that, that he followed her. Um and this movie is, is not similar but it's kind of just related in that um it's just a very honest ending again. Like this is uh, uh, you would just never end this movie in a way that it was like, well, you know, Nora and Haysung just like get together and and leave on a jet plane. It's like, that's ridiculous because um, that's something that that uh, Nora would never do. But Sung, again, to his maturity and his realization, just would never do that either. Yeah, it's not sweet home South Korea. <laughs> Who's Josh Lucas in that one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> he like shows up <laughs> as a mechanic, like Tae Young, or uh, uh, Sung shows up as like a mechanic. It's like, you've changed <laughs> ridiculous movie um, I was gonna say something also about the ending I can't remember what it is that will come to me later but um, yeah dude um, what do you think uh, maybe it's like some award implications for this later in the line well the film is very well reviewed mm-hmm.
0: um, just across the board great reviews it came great out of Sundance um, Sundance was what month January January okay Um, it's in theaters now during the summer. Asu four, I mean, they know what they have when they have strongly reviewed films. Um, it's not exactly a runaway box office hit in the way that everything, everywhere, all at once was last year, nor is it designed to necessarily be. Uh, but I mean, it no doubt the Spirit Awards it has you know plenty of potential there. Whether or not it like transfers over to Oscars, that you know, there's a lot of months um in between now and then. Um, but certainly, you know, if the momentum stays up for a film like this, it's not a not unlikely to at least see like a screenplay nomination or what have you come out of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound pessimistic about it, but it's just like there, there is a lot of time. It's a small movie, you know, it, yeah. had, it, it needs to, you know, and, it, and it's not hitting the zeitgeist in the way that the the the, uh, the Daniels did with their movie last year. That doesn't make yeah. it impossible for this movie to score bigger down the line. It's just, you know, there's
1: more obstacles than that film had in its way. Sure. Yeah. I thought about that, too, because coming out of this movie, I was like, oh, this is the best picture winner. Um, but um, the more I thought about it, I was like, well, you know, there's a lot of movies coming out in November. And again, a trailer that just dropped, a full trailer that just dropped was Killers of the Flower Moon, which I heard. some uh, I mean, some early use know, for.
0: it's like, yeah, Scorsese is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Scorsese is like...
1: coming in. There's a lot of like big hitters coming in, especially like in the time frame. But yeah, I, I, I would be I would hope that this movie is remembered. Um, and it, it's July now. It was uh, a big hit in in January um and it's continued to have like some strong word of mouth so I hope that there's still momentum um toward the Academy Awards um for for a few of its categories hopefully yeah I least. mean I,
0: I don't know what else a24 has in line for the rest of this year but this is certainly the, yeah. the the big this is the the most notable film they've had so far this year as far as the acclaim that it's received or what have yeah. you. so I mean it's... who
1: has don't who has talked to me? Talk to me is A24 a movie.
0: Yeah, that's okay. that's that's I see that's, that's A24. Both came okay. out of Sundance, by the way. But um OK, but uh, I mean, obviously, this is a and, and there's plenty of, uh, they're very different in genre. They're, they're <laughs> very different. Yes. Um <laughs> One's but, a
1: horror uh, movie. But when that's
0: that's that's past lives. <laughs> but when when it comes to this kind of thing, A24, they know they know how to keep it in the conversation. Sure. So, you know, it, they'll do the best they can, assuming that they don't have like another film that they're even higher on that they want to, you know, deliver the attention. But even then, I mean. I will be very surprised if this is not lock in like four independent Spirit Award nominations by the end of the year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna win all of them. Well, we'll see. But we'll yeah, see what I, yeah, I I have uh, high hopes for for the awards contention that this movie will have uh, as we move into fall, which is coming around the right of the corner. Yeah, we got some. We got. It's coming. We have some time. Yeah. Uh, We've got some time.
0: Well, Past Lives is currently playing in theaters, um, in limited release. Uh, ideally. Uh, by the time you hear this
1: episode, you'll either have seen it already, or you have the chance to catch up with it. But Abe, once you people see this movie? I think you should see this right away. I think this is a theater movie, and it, it's one of the year's best. I agree with everything you just said. See it in theaters. It's yeah. a really great movie. Sorry, this is the last thing I want to say. I remembered it now. It was um, there is like some some there are some beats where, uh, I think people are expressing themselves. You're like, this is very like wishy washy, like you know, writer speak. Uh, and I would say that I, I would counter an argument like that by saying like Greta Lee's Nora and John McGarrow's Arthur are both writers in this movie so they're able to probably express their feelings pretty clearly um, and maybe like expertly to some degree by using imagery or words and, and word phrasings and what have you so I found that scene where they're talking in bed about you know John McGarrow talking to her about maybe him not being Korean enough and her being, you know, a little bit like stuck between worlds to be very captivating. And also just, again, something that probably two people that are good at using words and expressing themselves to have a conversation about.
0: Yeah, I mean, outside the fact that I think if more movies had people speaking how they do in real life, it'd be just more fucking boring. And I prefer heightened
1: stylized (laughs) language to begin with. I do
0: think that the film has plenty of authenticity and the the types of characters we're following.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's that's my last comment. That was the one that I could
0: remember. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, past lives playing in theaters now. Abe and I both recommend it highly, highly. Um. Yeah. That's a. Uh, that's that's the that's the episode here. You can Ooh. find the show. you can find the show. We're all over the place when it comes. All over the place. Yeah. I'm sure that Celine Song will
1: uh, ping us and be like, "Great review, boys." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh And yeah, that's uh that's gonna do it uh, for this episode. Out now, nights, nights. Uh. So
0: long. Yeah. And, and good night. Makes me
1: feel like I can't live without you. It takes me all the way. I
0: want you to stay. Want you to stay.
1: Okay, let's get serious, Aaron. Yeah, let's really let's put our game face or, on. You can't see it, but I'd put I'd put down my my little visor like in Gladiator.
0: No, oh. <laughs> Remember I thought your little visor like you're playing like a poker
1: game, but it was like the <laughs> green visor, the Just, green one, yeah, <laughs> the, the accounting one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your tongue sticking out the side of your mouth. Let's do yeah, this, guys. I'm wearing, I'm wearing suspenders up. with like
1: fucking like striped shirt. A <laughs> little pencil mustache. I don't know why I'm all of a sudden like Steve Carell. You've Carrell got you've a real character you've formed in this, this poker scenario. His name is Roger. That's how I get into character when I act. Roger. When I act. Yeah, they call him Roger the Shark. <laughs> Doesn't need to rhyme. Every so often, I'm just like, break out Lucille, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's a it's a Fresh Prince reference. <laughs> like, we're playing poker. You're talking about billiards. Oh, so you know <laughs> the Fresh Prince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> then accept that my fucking nickname is Lucille.
0: <laughs> Every now and then, like one of the random reels that rolls by is when on Family Matters, uh oh, when, right. when he says something like, hey, uh it's you're right your dad does look like the the dad from fresh prince and then uh, avery walks into the room oh, into yeah, the out of the yeah, set yeah. and like, the, and the audience like erupts they're like oh yeah. my god they're both here at the same time it's so like fun to think Dude, about the 90s like, were too. fucking great yeah cuz they're like the filming of real audiences yeah. and like those shows Fresh Prince with the Year had like legit like people would just rate. It was like a concert going to those kind of shows, yeah. and seeing those record a lot. Like I didn't
1: even I didn't know I I don't know where they filmed. Well, those like, are,
0: those are all uh L A. studios. Yeah,
1: movies, but like, I was like, I, were they I, I even close know. by? Because like, how did James Avery just show up? Like, oh, I, I assume, just, assume they're the same they're the same, same lot. lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like you yeah. know, like regardless of what studio they're for,
0: they they share studios all the time. Oh, like I they, they they film, you know, because this Fresh Prince was NBC and Family Matters was I think CBS. Yeah. Before it was ABC and then it went back to CBS, I believe, if I'm not that's mistaken. True? Yeah, because it was it was yeah. I think it started CBS. I think that'd be true. Yeah, because I, it, was on, it, it was on because like, it, it was on TJF for sure. Exactly. Yeah, but, that's I think, ABC. but I I think it started CBS. It, yeah. Either way, I know it. I, ends, I think it
1: actually went to CBS. I know it ends up how, like, back at CBS. Right, I know that. Remember for how, like sure. Cosby, uh, not the Cosby Show, but just Cosby was Cosby. on CBS. Yeah. Uh, and so they had it like, hey, it's Urkel and Cosby. So yeah, I believe you. Yeah, and also Little Bill, but but, yeah. but I it's too much Cosby talk. I, I, I... <laughs> and it's being
0: recorded, <laughs> but but yeah, I I do like the, those shows. Do they, they all film like around the same like lo- same like rooms together, like yeah. lots together? So yeah, I'm not uh... I'm not surprised that they could
1: walk in and be like here. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like the power of that is just like you guys don't understand. These were like two of like the biggest TV dads on television yeah. at the time, like. It was just this is unheard of. This is and they're, of like,
0: and they're around the same age, they came up
1: together, like, they're you know, oh, they they're, did? Oh.
0: I believe so. Like, they're they're friends. I do that, they're, yeah. they were friends. Both pretty
1: good actors because you know, yeah. Avery is like a serious actor, and then they're Reginald like Shakespearean, strange and... actors. They're, yeah. they're they're they're, they're, they're really oh, believe me, actors. I when he yeah. hugs Will, I believed it. <laughs> That's <fucking> acting, <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they weren't able to turn off for like. Four hours after that recording, this is no longer a night's episode. This is
0: us recounting the life of of, of, <laughs> yeah, of, of beloved of James, of James Avery, yeah,
1: beloved, beloved tv father James Avery. <laughs> slash, slash uh, uh, what is his name of the show? Uncle Phil, Philip no, Banks. Is, Phil? Yeah, Philip. Yeah, okay. I was like Carl Philip, <laughs> <laughs> Philip Philip Banks. Yes, yeah, Philip Banks. r.i.p Yeah, indeed. All right, this is not making it into the show.
0: (laughs) No, well, we'll see now. Um, (laughs) The extended looper reel at the end. (laughs) After all the seriousness we're about to get into, I know. Sheesh.